Welcome to the Pocket Hole Podcast. Sound waves, pocket thoughts in the brains of the human population. Welcome to the Pocket Hole Podcast. Your whole inhalation of good vibrations and information. Hello, my name is PDF Pocket Hole, and I'd like to take this opportunity to address my sexuality. I first became aware of my sexuality when I was a young boy, browsing the pop rock section of HMV Records, sometime in the early 2000s. I stumbled across the new Paramore album. Riot was sprawled in an aggressive red splatter across the CD. Wow, I thought, could this be the record that tames my unbridled lust for chaos? (laughs) The back cover featured a photo of the band with arms crossed looking somewhat displeased. What has made them so unhappy, I thought. Maybe the cameraman has just uttered something racist and they were showing their disapproval. This isn't the kind of person we want taking our picture. That's what I imagine Paramore might have said. I don't blame them. I would be annoyed too. I wonder sometimes why they didn't just take a photo with a different photographer. I would have to buy the album to find out. Then I saw her on the back cover. She stood in her two-dimensional glory, the lead singer Hayley Williams looking straight down the barrel of a wide-lens camera, And of course, in that moment, I felt she was looking directly into my soul. I felt her inside me. A tingling sensation was erupting in my pants. I had felt this once before, in the aquatic centre, at Shane Carmody's birthday party, when a young girl's breast had become exposed after falling in the wave machine. That was opportunistic arousal at the wave machine. This time was different. This picture of Hayley Williams of Paramore birthed a lifelong affirmation of sexuality. I realised there and then, in HMV Blanchardstown, that I would live my life as a proud straight man. On an unrelated note, I'm joined today by two men who are in a band called Bicurious. Hello. Hello. How are you? Very good. Good, good. That was was a great intro. Yeah. Well, I figured you might have some sort of similar, like, coming out story. Coming out as heterosexual? Yeah. Uh, When did you first discover that you were heterosexual? I think it was when I was playing Sims 2 <laughs> on my grandmother's computer. The original one didn't do it for you? No, but there, I found this uh, this crack that you could do where, you know, like the way when you create your, your character at the start? I don't know if you ever played Sims, but mm-hmm. there was this crack that you could basically make them naked for the whole thing. No way. And when you created a woman, obviously it was a w- uh, naked woman. They didn't have nipples, though. That's I think that's when I realized I was a heterosexual. Wow. You can make any woman you want. Obviously, you're going to make like your dream woman, sexy woman. Yeah. And then make her naked. Yeah. Gavin? Um, me think. Probably the American Pie movies about that. No, nothing to do with video games or CD covers. But... Yeah, it is media though, after all. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Media is bringing out our sexuality. <laughs> so, By Curious is a loud, experimental and instrumental two-piece from Dublin. Well, you're fr- you're from Brest. I'm from Brest in France. Yes. Am I saying that correctly? Yes. Brest. Yes. Okay. This is a PG show, so we're just going to say France instead. <laughs> if that's okay. <laughs> Taron uses a myriad of guitar pedals and effects to create melodic hooks and dense atmospheres, while Gavin plays the fuck out of the rhythm section, simultaneously operating a drum pad, which is kind of like in place of a lead singer. Yeah. Yeah. For most tracks, or else there's just no vocals for some of them as well. I was upstairs when you were supporting and so I watched you from afar on New Year's and people were finding your stage presence very entertaining. Hmm. You you come out into the stage and it's kind of quiet, people aren't sure what to expect and you stand up and you just kind of wave at the crowd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of people beside me who are like, I love that, that is so <laughs> fucking funny. Do you find it hard to compensate for like a lack of a lead singer addressing the crowd in that kind of fashion? I think it pushes us to be a bit more present and a bit more like active on stage it pushes me to jump around a bit more to cover the space that's left empty by the lack of other musicians i guess gav is the same it's it's weird because i never really realize how much you do because i'm always kind of like looking at the crowd i hear them like shouting this is great they love me but then i just look behind <laughs> and it's just gav doing something stupid from behind me and yeah. i'm like oh okay cool you did you had this signature move where you point the sticks the yeah, drumsticks yeah. at people yeah i try and point at the people as well who are enjoying it it's like that episode of peep show where jeremy's playing to one person and he's like it's all about that one guy <laughs> yeah and it literally is i'd see one guy being like yeah and i pointed him there was a guy beside me uh when you were doing that he's pointing at me he's <laughs> pointing at me <laughs> um and there was actually the same guy as soon as it came out on stage 
he was like, this is a, a French Irish band. Really? Do you know them? He's like, no. Look at that guy. He's not wearing socks with his shoes. <laughs> like, I was actually wearing socks. There's a trick where you can buy socks that look like you don't. You're not wearing socks. Keeps your feet warm. That's fascinating. You want to give the illusion that you're not wearing socks. I think it just looks better with the whole white attire and like, I don't know. I just. But you're not willing to compromise taking socks off. Well, you know, you ever you ever like wear no socks in your shoes and then you sweat. And then it's just really yeah. icky, and then your shoes smell really bad forever. Yeah. I don't wear socks, I just sweat a lot. Um, <laughs> were you ever considering adding uh, another member, like at the start, at the very start? Um, well, we were supposed to jam with a bass player, and they just never turned up. And then Taron rocked up as well with his massive pedal board. Yeah, I had like, I just so happened to have two outputs on my pedal board. Yeah. So instead, because the bass player didn't show up, I just plugged it to the bass amp as well as the guitar amp, and then ah. we were like, "Oh, maybe we can actually do this." Like do you this. still do that? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I've just added an extra amp on top of that, but uh, that's yeah, that's basically what we do. Yeah, that it's like um, necessity is the mother of invention. Exactly. You don't yeah, realize yeah. that you can do that until you're like, "Fuck!" Now we need to improvise. So we're gonna get into a couple of questions. I like to do this segment at the start of the show just to just to get to know a little bit about you. A couple of questions want to ask quite quickly, but please feel free to elaborate afterwards. Alright. So, question one. How do you sleep at night? Uh, not a lot. Really? I have a nine-month-old baby that's just teething at the minute, so... But that's just a boring answer. Gavin? <laughs> I sleep you? a lot. I slept from midnight to like two o'clock today. Well, so did I. Yeah. Did you feel guilty about it, though? Because no. I did. No, I oh. didn't, know. I don't know if it's just me, but like the music is just making me so much more excited about answering <laughs> yeah, questions now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really like... Did you ever fall down a flight of stairs? Uh, I feel like I have, but you I have. can't remember. In Workman's, you've told me this before. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't fall. I just missed the step oh, and okay. I kind of fell onto a bouncer and I got kicked out, which was the most unfair kicking out ever because there were so many more drunk people than me. And uh, <laughs> I just mad, mad, like managed to just fall on top of a bouncer. Yeah. I yeah. think I fell down Dublin bus before, oh like the God. stairs there. That happens and, uh, to everyone, I feel. <laughs> yeah, I think. And the, the bus driver kicks you off, and you're like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even drunk." <laughs> uh, last time you cried, I. It could have been an elbow concert because I just really like elbow, and I was that perfectly drunk that it was just the most amazing experience ever. Mm. But uh, I think that's that's the last time. There well, it's it's really common to. To cry for musicians to cry at another band's gigs. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we're like invested in the music. We're really there to listen, I guess. And mm. We're very passionate about it. So, do you think anyone ever cries at your shows? There was one guy, I think, in um, was it where was it? Uh, Bristol. There was some guy, and he was like air guitar and loads, and then like going mad. And then at the end, he like came up to me, and he was like real emotional, and he was like. Mm. Thanks, man. And I was like, yeah, I remember no him. problem. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he was expecting you to say to that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, man, it's so nice that you feel the way about my music. You're like, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I actually said that, but uh, yeah, he was quite emotional. I'm not sure if he was at the actually crying, but he was on his way there. I feel mm. like it has a, to be a certain type of music, though, to be like, you know, that emotional. Like, I don't, I can't imagine myself going to like a Bicurious gig and crying. These lyrics are so deep man yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe if he is the worst president ever <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe if the samples were really like poignant to yeah degree, but like nah I can imagine it. well you've never seen your own gig obviously true um, yeah. but yeah I can definitely imagine it uh, did you ever eat or drink in the shower I've tried the beer in the shower thing because everyone goes on about that and I didn't think it was that great I think it was quite impractical to be honest I'm surprised you said everyone goes on about it because usually people are like, what the fuck? What kind of a question is no, that? No, I've heard that before. Yeah, so. I've definitely heard that. It's like, oh, have a drink, like a beer in the shower while you're getting ready to go out on a night out or something. Oh, like, yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. It just, I just feel it's like you just get water into your beer. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I don't know. Um, I have haven't, you? no. I, I just think it's an experience. It's not good, but it's just when you're doing it, you're like, yeah, this is new. I'm trying something new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like listening to jazz for the first time, you know? The Kit Kat Club. What kind of things happened there, Gavin? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Fuck no. What is the Kit Kat Club? You said well, this was a PG show. Yeah, so <laughs> said this was a PG show. I told show. you I'm going to lie to you a lot. <laughs> That's closing down, actually, as well. Yeah. But what happens there? Um, 
Well, you walk in and there was some woman with like kind of a shaved head shouting at you, telling you to take off your clothes. So in you Ger- it's in Berlin, right? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't in, in German. That must be scary. I don't think it was in German. I think it was first in German and then she was like, clothes off now. Really? And I was like, ah. And then um, <laughs> so going around in your boxers, me and my friend, who I'm not going to name because he's a primary school teacher. Uh, <laughs> Stephen McDermott is his name. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Steve, so Steve McDermott's like, and he looked to your right, and uh, there's just some L lad jacking off, looking at everyone going in. And then there was, what else happened? Uh, so why are you there? Uh, why not? <laughs> good answer, good answer, yeah. yeah. There was a thing about a swimming pool. Oh, well, there was a there? swimming pool, yeah. And there was like a snake at sauna and stuff. And I was going around with my wallet, my phone, in my boxers. Yeah. And, uh, now, just to be clear, you're not supposed to go in your boxers. You're supposed to go in like a gimp costume or something, right? Yeah, um, yeah. You're supposed to go in leather and stuff. Yeah, most people are in leather. Like there was one, we were dancing to like the Ghostbusters team tune at one point. We look up to our right, and there's just this guy in a gimp mask eating this girl's ass out. Some guys there like having a wank. He like gets just up on top of the gimp, and he starts like wanking, looking at him in the eye, and then the gimp just like throws him off, and then carries on like. Loads of lads wanking. We were just there having a beer, <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, a lot more stuff. There was a guy going around in a wheelchair in speedos and like a sailor's hat. You uh, know what's interesting about that is they definitely had to go several times until they got to that point. You know, yeah, it's not yeah. like you just walk in with the gimp mask and like, all right, I'm gonna fuck that person. I'm gonna wear a sailor's hat in a, in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'm sure everyone goes in and their boxes for the first time. And they're like, don't worry, boy. Like, <laughs> just give it three more goes and you'll be just like me. I think it was the first time I've woken up after a night out and been like, what happened last night? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah. there is a lot of stuff that happened there. Hmm. Yeah. Some of the mystery should be kept. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's a great album? Oh, we were talking about yeah. this earlier. We knew some, some, something like that would come up. Yeah. And I'm just like, you need to give such a good answer to that. That's why it, I... It requires I, some thought. I wanted to say, like, what's your favorite album? But that's just too difficult of a question, you know? But, like, a great album. It's not necessarily your favorite. I was listening to The Talkies there by Girl Band mm. before I came out. And I was just saying, that's a class album. Yeah. Like, it just flows so well into each other, I think, each song. One thing uh, Alan said about that was... Uh, they made it with the intention of it being two halves. Okay. And that changed the whole album for me. They made it with the intention of it being a vinyl, so that mm. when you flip it over, it's like listening to a different album on the second half. All right, okay. Um, cool. I can't remember the track that starts it, but yeah, the second half of that album, I absolutely love. First half is great, but yeah. specifically the second half. Cool. Yourself? I guess... An album that really completely changed my life was like, it's really cringy, but it's American Idiot by Green Day. Yeah. It is a great album. It is like, a great it's album. It's amazing. Deadly album. Yeah. It's like the album that basically got me into music, more or less. For a certain generation, that yeah. absolutely stands true. More recently, I mean, there's so many. I can't, I'd, See, I'd, I'd like to give a really good answer, <laughs> but I'd, I'd probably have to like think about it. It's kind of, yeah, there's no definitive yeah. answer you can give. Just about American Idiot. Uh, Jesus of Suburbia I was listening to when I was like 19 and I was going to work and I hated my job and I just threw on Jesus of Suburbia and I'm like I'm going to fucking quit yeah I'm going to quit my job <laughs> and then I started listening to that album way more I'm like God I love that thing like really pumps you up you know yeah, yeah, yeah. are you afraid of dying? no uh, I haven't thought about it so. you haven't thought about it? Uh, I probably have but not recently hmm. um Jeez, maybe I am now. <laughs> think about it. Think, yeah, about, think it. about it. Oh, God, I'm going to die. <laughs> I, I thought about this the other day, actually. I'm not afraid of dying, but like, I'm afraid of not, I'm afraid of not enjoying every moment of my life up until I die. Yeah. Like looking back and regretting being in a bad mood so many times during my life that I just didn't enjoy certain things. And that kind of makes you think you should just kind of like chill and just try and take things a little bit lighter. Like everything is just so meaningless when you're at the very end and you're like Yeah, exactly. You should have spent your time just like being nice to people. So that's yeah. your philosophy in life. Well, as of like two days ago, yeah. <laughs> it's a very profound thing to yeah, yeah, it's Where my, were it's you my when New Year's resolution? What were you doing when uh I, I was on the couch in my house and I think someone Oh, you know what? It was I think it was that movie um uh with Ricky Gervais that's been on Netflix the last couple of days, uh, The Invention of Lying. Oh, oh yeah. Have you seen that? 
I'm and he, he says it to his dying mother because they all think because there's no lying in in that in their civilization. And he's the only one who yes, can. For them, they know that there's absolutely nothing after after you die. It's like because religion for them is a lie, so they haven't invented religion. So, it's, so you think about the fact that there's like absolutely nothing after you die, and you think, well, you should probably enjoy it while you're here because just fuck all afterwards. And that's yeah. that got me thinking. I was just like. Have more fun, you know? I guess I took something out of it. First thing that comes to your head when I say September 11th? Osama. Yeah. Yeah, a bit boring. Really? Yeah, it was Osama, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... I'd love to, like, controversial... It was, uh... It's just my birthday is is all, I mean, I thought... (laughs) Is it actually? That's a lie. Would you rather have 10,000 euro or eat both of your hands? I was listening to your to the podcast with John Barker and definitely 10,000 euro. Is that yeah. what you said? 10,000 euro? There is an answer. There is an answer. Taryn, do you want to... Well, uh, I mean, I don't I don't see... Like, there's probably a hidden thing in there, but... No, like, like, you know the way sometimes, like, there's no wrong answers, like, there is a wrong answer. Is that the wrong answer? Well, I, I want to figure out... your two hands is really painful and then you don't have hands anymore, so you can't really do much. And then yeah. money just kind of allows you to do things. So, yeah, definitely 10,000. Huh. Well, that's the wrong answer. I'm not going to tell you why. I think it's pretty obvious. But uh, <laughs> next question. What's one thing you appreciate very much? My family. Uh, I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. You were so close. So yeah, close yeah. to giving a good answer. <laughs> um, ben and Jerry's vegan ice cream. Hmm, I see. That actually reminds me. Your show involves crowd surfing, mosh pits, uh, head banging and vegan cake. Yeah, that was only once, yeah, but we once. thought we'd put it mm. in the bio just to be cool. Do you care to explain? Well, I'm I'm uh, vegan. Uh, Wait, so there wasn't actually a vegan cake? There was. There was yeah, no, oh, okay. there, just one we time. did like a birthday gig, and I thought um, I'd make some cake for people who came to the gig. And because I'm vegan, I made a vegan cake. So uh, that's the story. Uh, I don't know why, but in my head, maybe it was because it was mixed with the imagery of mosh pits and stuff. I assumed you like threw the cake at people. No, it was uh, just on a table uh, beside the mosh pit. That would be kind of against the whole vegan philosophy anyway wouldn't it seems kind of counterintuitive to actually bother making it vegan and then throw it at people you know like what's your what's your standpoint there well if you there? throw it at vegans it might as well be vegan because it, it just in case they accidentally swallow something yeah they know? become the cake <laughs> <laughs> Gavin what crisps what crisps, crisps what crisps were you eating on uh, the North Strand on New Year's Eve just outside the cost cutters Whoa. Oh man, that's weird. They uh, were my crisps. They were his crisps. They were. So why were you eating them? What were they? Um, Hunky Dory's probably. Hunky Dory's cheese and onion. Yeah, that's th- sorry, weird, that's man. weird, man. Were you going? Were you cycling by us? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just know things. Well, what's your, what's your personal address? Costcutter is Ali Dong six six six. Taron. Um. My ma's house. How much money do you have in your bank account right now? Minus five euro, I think. Why? How? Uh, it's a boring answer, but just because of, you know, there's like a thing uh, where like you have a fuel card and they, it's like a direct debit to your card. If, uh, there you go. It's because they took too much money out of my bank account. Gavin, how much money do you have? 666 in your- euro, oh, baby. Oh, nice answer. <laughs> Okay, um, what? Alcohol, don't ask that question. Whoa, whoa, who's this? Yeah, it doesn't matter, just don't ask them the question that you're gonna ask. This, this is strange, even for my standards. You need to explain what's going on, because... I know you're going to ask them about Michael Jackson, just don't do it. Why not? It's a perfectly reasonable question. Because it's a stupid question, okay? You ask everyone that, it never gets a good response. It just makes you look like you're obsessed with this potential rapist. It's not that I'm. Re- I'm just interested in what people. Oh, what? What do you have to do with this anyway? Who the fuck are you? Dude, you're in the middle of an interview. Okay, this is like the the interview of your life. So just get back to that, but just don't fuck it up. Don't ask. I am you- not continuing this until you explain who you are. Okay. If you don't explain this now in the next three seconds, I'm gonna just scream. I'm gonna scream. Three. Okay, two- okay, okay. I'm the logical component of your brain. That's ridiculous. What kind of a fucking show is this? I'm your internalization, okay? I'm the voice inside your head that makes you not do stupid shit. Well, where have you been my whole life? I haven't heard from you before. Yeah, I know I haven't really been around, but this podcast is doing pretty well. This interview is going all right. 
I think it's about time that you had some logic in your life. I don't know, I, I came this far without it. Look, I am the voice of logic, okay? You don't have a say in this. I know what's best for you. Yeah, well, what if I don't want it? You don't have a choice in the matter, okay? We shouldn't even be having this conversation. Just get on with the interview, okay? It's going pretty well. Just don't ask them the same shit that you I'm asked I'm going to ask ever. them. Don't. What did... Do you, do you think Michael Jackson did it? Um, I watched some of that documentary and uh, the new one that was out, Finding... What was it? Finding Neverland? Finding Michael. Finding... <laughs> <laughs> Um, was he? Yeah, he probably did do it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't know enough about Michael. Uh, yeah, Michael. you've never met him personally. No. Yeah, I'm glad I asked that question. It paid off. <laughs> At the time of recording this show, you've released a handful of singles with B-sides, a live track from Fenner Lane, and your 2018 EP. I'm so confused. Is there a track in your discography that you would consider an introduction to By Curious? Maybe Sleep. Seems to be the most popular one. Yeah, it's it's the one I think that it's like the catchiest. I think people kind of hear it first and it kind of brings them into the rest of our stuff. Uh, I guess it's like the catchiest and easy to listen to. Right. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that track for anyone who hasn't who isn't familiar with By Curious. Yeah. As opposed to just like recording it and like pressing loop mm. when when we record in the studio, I just play the same thing like fifty times, right? Just right. So that it doesn't go out of time with the click and everything. Cool. Yeah, I like that kind of organic feel to it. It's like you wouldn't know as a listener, but I don't know as an artist, it kind of gives you a sense of like that it's an actual real person playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're writing tracks, do you have the live performance in mind, or you just do you figure it out after? Uh, well, obviously we have to write stuff that we're physically able to play live uh, so yeah that definitely goes into consideration and also for me anyway when like I'm writing riffs and stuff and we're, when we're creating like songs and like including the rhythms and everything we, we do think about like well I do think about like the crowd's reaction during the song oh, right, okay. live that always kind of you know when there's a there's a riff that's like really you know you know you know that the crowd is kind of like gonna jump or there's a section where you can you can kind of ask them to like go down and then jump at the end of like a build up and stuff. Yeah. I always think about those sections when, when we're writing, which makes it more interesting. I actually, I was thinking about that at the show the other day. It was interesting watching the crowd react to you, like people who haven't seen you before. At the very first song, they're kind of standing there just like, all right, let's see what you got. I'm watching them like, oh, you don't know that you're going to be bopping. Are you quite confident with that writing style that by the end of the show, you're going to have people moving? Yeah, I think so because it's quite like high energy music, and even if there's a few like grumpy cats in the crowd, <laughs> you'll still know that a couple of guys will enjoy it and and move around a bit. Like you must have a lot of fun playing drums. I do. It looks <laughs> it looks a lot of fun to play, you know. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I have a great time basically all the time. <laughs> like I enjoy most gigs. It's rare that I have a gig that I don't enjoy. You had a guest vocalist on, like, at your EP launch. Yeah. Do you do that often? Would you do it again? We did that in Knockin' Stockin'. Are you talking about... Oh, are you, you, you did. at that? Yeah, yeah. EP launch in Whelan's upstairs? Yeah. Yeah, we did that again with Dara from Chancer and Knockin' Stockin' and at our single launch for I Don't Do Drugs, I Just Sweat A Lot. Well, I assume because you write with uh, the live performance in mind, you probably wouldn't write a song with a singer? I mean, maybe at some point. I don't know. I just feel like... The songs don't really lend themselves to vocals yeah. that much. Like I, we have, we have actually tried to write. Like I, at one point, I was like, "Oh, I can, you know, I can do the singing thing." So I tried to <laughs> sing over some of the one of our, the songs that we were writing at the time, and it just didn't really, just didn't really sound good. And it kind of threw me off the whole idea. Even if we were doing it with a, another singer who's a better singer, I just don't, I don't know. Maybe yeah. someday. On the internet, you've said that your interests include being confused and offended. 
Yeah. However, you don't know about that? Uh, yeah, I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a tagline. I thought it was like a band philosophy. Yeah. No, it was more when we were writing up the Facebook page. We were like, oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really... Because someone got offended by the name. I was going to say, so you have an innate, perhaps unwanted talent for offending the delicate souls out there. Just by saying one word. Yeah, and about that, like by curious means you're... Interested in both. Well, in- interested in different things, really. Yeah, like if you're offended by that, you're a fucking moron. It's the kind of... It's, it would be very easy to just back down and say like, oh, I'm sorry or whatever. But they're just coming from a position where like, I could easily make someone feel like they're wrong just because they don't want to talk about it. There's a vocal minority out there on the internet. And they're, they're the people who dislike your fucking YouTube videos. Hmm. Yeah. Do you ever see you have one dislike? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. who the fuck is that? Yeah, I know. When you first started the band, would you have kind of been like, oh, shit, like, someone's annoyed about that? Depends no. what kind of criticism it is. Someone was uh, someone was uh, annoyed about... See, we use uh, these samples in one of our songs called Japanese Puppy, and they're, um, they're samples of this French general during the, the Second World War, who basically signed a deal with Hitler to basically give a part of France to Hitler because they were getting super overwhelmed and that was the only way. French people hate that because it's like collaborating with the enemy. And um, I I decided to put samples of him talking, doing a speech, just because it's such an important thing that happened in French history. It's a, a little bit shocking and I thought it was really interesting to put that in a song. And some dude on YouTube commented being like, what the fuck are you doing putting these things in the song and whatever and I can kind of understand that because it's a little bit controversial and it's something that can offend a lot of people or hurt a lot of people's feelings because of what happened during mm. the second world war but that with that kind of stuff I understand like people being a little bit offended but with other stuff like someone asking us why are you by curious uh, it's just stupid there's two different kinds you know like, yeah so well yeah I suppose you have to pick your battles in a lot of ways yeah exactly I found in my own experience but I've said a lot of things where I'm like, oh shit, people are going to get mad about mm. that. Yeah, and yeah. they don't. And I think it's because you're just like, yeah, I did it. You just have to own it. Yeah. Maybe. My guess would be if you back down about the by curious thing, people would yeah. just give out to you about it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But does anyone say that kind of stuff to your face or is it just all internet? No, it's like, because it, to be honest, that's by curious isn't really like a strong thing either. It, you know, I'm by curious. Like, I've kissed men before just because I wanted to see what it was like. You know, it's just being curious. It's There's nothing to be offended about. Yeah, I have no idea how you can be offended yeah. by that. Like, yeah, and also the fact that they're assuming that you're not by curious is a weird stance to take. But at this stage, do people do people just not bother to like, get annoyed about that anymore? Someone or? said to actually, and not on the internet, to one of my friends at a gig before, it's like, they ever stop going on about their sexuality? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just the band name. <laughs> when people actually, like, criticise the music, has that changed at all since putting things out? I don't mind people criticising the music. It doesn't, like, bother me. Do you get, like, shitty YouTube comments, that oh, kind of thing? Well, there was one that said, uh, it was like, guitar rocks, but the drums suck. <laughs> and, uh, and I was a bit like, oh. Yeah. yeah, that was the one where I was a bit like, that kind of hurts. But apart from that, uh, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's some guy behind his keyboard, like, you know. Yeah, living in his mom's house and yeah. he's 40 years old and he I, plays his I live world in my mom's of war. House, so. <laughs> yeah, but so does that guy. <laughs> yeah, so the the way he does it is sure. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten the odd bit of criticism or like just weird comments, but the, the only one that I really think about is someone made a YouTube account and it was something like PDF shitty hole. <laughs> like they actually made an account and commented on my video and said, this is shit. <laughs> But the worst, the worst, it was, it was hilarious. I absolutely loved that. And I couldn't tell, like, maybe this is someone I like who knows that I'll enjoy this. Yeah, yeah. But people thought that I made a fake account and commented on my own video. That would be a genius move. I hope you did that. Well, (laughs) if I did it, I'd pick a different name probably. (laughs) But like, it's like, if I'm going to do that, it's me who's going to do it, you know, so... Maybe in the future. But that was, who? Who and why? That's actually a really good, like, marketing technique. Just, like, create your own beef. Like, yeah. just kind of, like, you beef yourself, like, with a fake account. That's, mm. Did you watch that documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats? No, what it's is it? It's, like, about the serial killer guy. But he made, like, fake accounts, like, commenting. On um, his own thing? Yeah, being like, whoa, you're so handsome and stuff. Yeah, mm. And did it work? Ser- 
Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's the most important part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we know him as that, then probably didn't work in the yeah, end. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe like if he even goes far as to make another band, because you're an instrumental band, you could be anyone, make another band that's just as successful as you and just fight each other. Yeah. Two bands simultaneously. You'd probably become world famous, like. Yeah. yeah. You'll have twice the amount of followers, you know. We should like start a movement anti like an anti bicurious movement, loads of fake bots attacking us yeah. and create the biggest internet controversy ever. Yeah. And we'd be so famous. People who know their sexuality and people who aren't <laughs> quite sure, like just duking it out on yeah, the internet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like where where do you uh where do you get your ideas from? Ideas. In yeah. general, like Yeah. Um, my, my head. I don't know. What what is what is this? What is that? That fucking... Oh my god. That's like... That's a really Taren... bad picture of me, by the way. I really hate that picture. What is it? I wish you like, used it? Different... It's Taryn's head on a big body with a big cock. A... A... He's black also. Yeah, he's black. Yeah, it has to be said. Like He's yeah. <laughs> yeah. like really black. His, his body looks like his face is really handsome. <laughs> but he's got an enormous penis. <laughs> Where did I get this? Where did this come from? The internet. You the probably, internet? You probably made it in your house. Speaking of the internet, you have a song called The Japanese Puppy. Where did that come from? Oh, this is... Should, should we explain? Yeah, I'm going to explain, explain this. It. Okay, uh, Gavin. Can I explain it? Go on. Uh, Japanese Puppy, the name, came from we were in two pups on Francis Street. Taryn opened up his laptop and <laughs> Japanese porn came up on it. And he's like, oh, shit, and closed it. And then it's like, oh, we should call the song Japanese Puppy. Because we're in two pups, puppy and Japanese Well, wow, there you yeah. go. With the sound? No, there was no sound. It there was, was no just sound. Uh, we were like sitting along a wall, and uh, I had my laptop open. Gav was sitting in front of me, and I had my, my laptop like facing the entire room so that <laughs> we could both see it. And it just opened on full blown Japanese. What, what was happening in the video? What was the premise of the film? I think it was just like a blurred screen of some Japanese one. I feel like it might yeah. have been one of th- there was this really good video that I found it was like in a changing room in a shop and um, in, it was Japanese people doing it in a cha- in a changing room it was doing great. it in a, in a change yeah it was doing great it. I love that <laughs> yeah, I have a friend who calls it doing the job <laughs> doing the job that's, that's a good one like what were you up to last night doing the job were you like <laughs> what is that something that you don't tell people because I got a lot of questions asking about that really um, a few a few no I've I don't think many people know about that actually. But if, whenever someone does ask, uh, yeah, we'd tell we them. Say it. But a, I don't know. Like maybe we shouldn't have said it on the podcast. You've got mail. Sean says, "Are you inspired by Royal Blood at all? They're one of my favorite bands." Uh, not really. No. Tara says, "Taryn, will you marry me?" <laughs> yes. Cool. That's good. Do you think she's <laughs> expecting that? Uh, yes. Connor says. Taryn, did you know Liverpool are going to bottle the league this year? Connor, you can go away. (laughs) (laughs) And you're wrong also because we just were too good this year. He says, did you know that they are? Like, he sounds pretty confident. Unless he comes from the future, like, he's wrong. There's no way it's happening. Hmm, He didn't specify. I wonder who he supports. Probably Man United or some bad team. Hmm. Leo says, fuck you, knobheads. What's it like to suck your mom's tits? Uh, is whoa. that a real question? Did yeah. someone actually? Someone is that have a is, his name is Leo? Is it Leo? Yeah. Is that is that? Do you know name? Leo? Because I, I, there is a Leo, and he's thirteen, and he shouldn't be saying those words. <laughs> oh, right. Is <laughs> I'm not going to say who it is. is. If that's who I think. But it is. like, Jesus, Leo, what, go on. What's his full name? I'm not going to say. What's his address? <laughs> How much money does he have in his bank account? <laughs> no, but um, what what did he ask? It's a very thirteen year old question. He said, uh, "What's it like to suck your mom's tits?" <laughs> My ma- are my mom's tits or like I think you collectively what about his mom's tits eh oh shit well I'll have to message no him and find <laughs> yeah, out, find out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get back to you on that uh, Connor again <laughs> different Connor I think will you ever do a track with a guest vocalist alright we already we so, covered that we yeah. covered that Connor Jesus Christ <laughs> keep up get with the programme yeah, man fucking hell <laughs> Connor says in response to that last question sorry I just realised you asked that oh <laughs> Sorry, I should have read that. Uh, Jack says, saw you at the first time at the Grand Social during the summer. Don't have a question, but just want to say it was class. Thank you. That wasn't the summer. But thank you, Anya. Actually, maybe September is still the summer. Uh, Just a note. 
Ask a fucking question next time, Jack. <laughs> Why did you break Jack Hussey's mom's lamp while filming the Sugar Beats music video? Who asked that? Oh, that's. I think that's Podrick. Um, did we? We didn't break Why? the lamp. Uh, we broke. Oh no, we broke a mug. You broke a mug. Why? I think. Why? Our glass. I can't remember. Um, Why would you do that? There's actually a behind the scenes video of that on our YouTube channel, and I'm like, go mad, go mad to pa, and he's like going nuts. And I think we we're all just a bit hyper, and someone <laughs> bumped into a glass. And so it's, sorry, it's Jack, all for about the that. cinematography yeah, of the it's, moment. Yeah, it's about know? cinematography. I'm sure we can all appreciate. Just say sorry to Jack for whatever we broke. I don't know. Maybe maybe Pork's asking it on Jack's behalf. Maybe too shy to ask himself. Yeah. James says, is Taryn a competent knitter and would he cut his own hair off to knit his son a sweater? Uh, so, no. I love that question, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, actually, I feel like it'd be pretty cool to make a, a, a what is it, a sweatshirt uh-huh. to my son out of my own hair. Yeah. But I can't knit, so I don't think that would happen. Sure. But if I was to cut my hair off, I would try and do something cool like that with it. Right. Yeah. Something cool like that or that exactly? Probably that exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hugh says, where'd you get your shades? And I think that's a question for me. You don't wear shades. There's one photo of us wearing sunglasses. Yeah. I, think, I think you just really want that question to be about you. I do. You're just tired well, okay. of people asking let's, let's think, questions. Let's think about this realistically. It's called the Pocket Hole Podcast, right? Exactly. Yeah, no, okay. It's not the Bicurious Podcast. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, Liverpool, Liverpool win the league or sold out Vicar Street show? I assume that one's for me. Uh, <laughs> Sold out Vicar Street show. I don't support Liverpool. <laughs> if you were to answer that question, probably sold out Vicar Street yeah, show. Same. <laughs> I mean, between the two of us, we've only worn shades once. You know, who? What is that question for? What is the perp? What are they trying to get? I don't know. Uh, don't but where either. did you get your shades? I got it off a present. I got shades as a present off my sister. Where did you get your shades? Uh, the van shop, Grafton hmm. Street. You? I, I don't know. I can't even remember. I think someone gave them to me. But as I said, I have much cooler shades now. Uh, Strangers with Guns said, How did the last Vinci become your manager and how vital is having a manager? The first time we met Alex was actually in Cork, I think, wasn't it? Where he was like the only person. Oh, in the crowd. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He came to <laughs> yeah. see us play. And he thought, Cork. Yeah, these guys have got something good going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, loads of this people. This is are here. rocking. <laughs> so, uh, how how does that process happen? He sees a show. He's like, "Hey, I want to be your manager." Well, we played a few gigs with his old band, uh, Order the Mess, and then we had dinner in his house. Oh, um, cooked some nice pasta, wined and dined, and yep. he and he uh, proposed the idea. He proposed the idea. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> he didn't even just ask it. He proposed. Yeah, he it. got down on yeah, his yeah. knees. Wow. And everything. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be my band? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, kind of went from there. Is it important we, to have a manager? Uh, well, it depends on what you want to do and how well you can do those things by yourself. I think it's important to do everything you can do by yourself before you look for a manager because yeah. you need to learn how to do all those things and then you get to a point where there's too much to do and having someone extra to share the load is really handy and someone who can possibly bring it to a whole other level. And a manager doesn't want to manage a band who don't do shit for themselves anyway. Yeah, I mean, unless they're like, you know, they they see something special in them. Mm. Uh, to, it's it's important to know, know like know a little bit about the industry before doing those things. You know. Boomchild asks, how often do you use guitar tabs slash drum tabs on stage? Never. I can't even read guitar tabs. Yeah, I can't I'm, read I'm drum hopeless. tabs. I can read drum notation, but not drum tabs. But uh, never, anyway. Have you ever seen anyone read guitar tabs on stage? No. I don't think I have. <laughs> no. uh, Laura asks, why do you hate gay people? What? That's not an actual question. That, yeah, come on. Has it written down? It's written down. Why do you know. hate gay people? We don't hate gay people. Anonymous asks, hi, I would like to remain anonymous, but I've recently come out as a bisexual, and the only reason it took me so long to come out was because I was forced to conceal my true identity in part due to bands like Bicurious trivializing my sexuality and turning it into a marketing gimmick. How does it feel to profit off the repressed sexuality of a troubled youth? Also, do you have any of the European tour merch left? (laughs) (laughs) 
Is that you or you? I, I, I think you've written about like 90% of these questions. But well, it, answer the question. Do you have any European tour merch left? We do, yeah. Yeah, about like four t-shirts. Yeah. Cool. And they're all large. Jan says, <laughs> big fan of the show. The Variety Show episode was my favourite so far. Question for By Curious. Why don't you go kill yourselves, you gay <laughs> faggot ass losers? I wish you would die in an accident. <laughs> Um, Jeez, I didn't realize we had so much like hate towards yeah, us. That's, yeah. uh, why don't they? Why don't we? Yeah. Why don't they post <laughs> these things on YouTube? I suppose they need a medium. They need like a proxy <laughs> to send yeah. it to. Yeah. Jason says, "Fuck you! You <laughs> you don't deserve to live. You goddamn <laughs> loving penis queens." Whoa. And it seems like it's cut off. Oh, it continues on the next page. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Your mother's a whore. Okay. Question mark. I feel like I'm on South Park or something. Fucking hell. Andrew says, Taryn, what loop pedal do you use? Oh, there. <laughs> That's a better one. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's a Ditto, Ditto Looper uh, X4. The one with four buttons on it. It's, uh, it's good. Cool. Hey, um, can I just interrupt for a sec? Yeah, no worries. What's up? I just, I feel a bit bad about it earlier. I still do believe that you shouldn't be asking that question. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. You know, I came at it from the wrong way. I just interrupted the show out of nowhere. It was a bit rude. Nah, nah, like I... You know, don't worry about it. We're we're the same person, so... It's, uh... Obviously, I can somewhat understand where you're coming from. I think if we work together on this, we, we can actually make something really good. So the next part, I'm gonna give you a bit of advice. Just internally in your own mind. Alright. This bit's gonna be really good. This is gonna be the best part of the show. Really, yeah? Yeah, definitely. This next bit coming up is gonna be great. Alright, well, just before we get into this, can I ask you something? Yeah, 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 of course. So, I'm gonna put up a video for this, uh, for this podcast episode. And it's gonna be on YouTube, and it's gonna be the first, like, video episode that we've done. Oh, cool, that sounds class. Yeah, no, it, it really is. Uh, it's gonna be up the week after this goes out on uh, the tu- the following Tuesday and it's, it's really uh, it's exciting but man a lot of work goes into this yeah I can imagine all the research and preparing the questions and like getting all the equipment yeah and booking the studio as well is, is a big one I, I want to make it look professional and everything I want to I want to give an impression that I know what I'm doing here but yeah these things kind of add up and this this whole show itself took like two weeks to prepare Really? Two weeks? There is a lot of work that goes into it. And on top of that... Yeah, doing all your music. Yeah, doing like the music and like the music videos and, and whatever. So what's your point? Can we get back to the show? Or... Well, I was just going to say... I was thinking about doing a Patreon. Oh, Patreons. Nah. I... Like you're going to beg for money? I know, that's why I feel bad about it. Yeah, it's, it's not a great look. I don't care how it looks, but... Just keeping keeping it going financially even is difficult. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, there's well, a few things that goes into it. What if you just kind of promoted the album instead? What do you mean? Like, so you have an album sequence too, it's out on Bandcamp, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if people, you know, if people want to support the show, they could get that. And that would go towards you improving the quality of the show, keep you ticking over. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, it's eight euro? Yeah, I think it's eight euro for the digital one, and I can send out CDs for twelve euro. And the CDs come with a load of artwork and stuff. It's actually it's a really nice package. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's reasonable enough if you just say, hey, if you'd like to support the show, then check out the album on Bandcamp, and that way they'll get something out of it as well. It's not like they're just giving you money; they're getting an album that you put a lot of work into. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair enough, isn't it? Yeah, you'd have to be on a completely unreasonable. To think that that was out of line to ask. All right, okay, I'll I'll do that. But we should get back to the show because you said that there was a really yeah. Good bit. The next bit that's coming up is so fucking funny. All right, okay, let, let's just get back into that. Thanks a million for that. I appreciate that. Anytime. So we're gonna go into a section called the lyric game. Ah, uh, sound, sounds fun. It sounds like this. very poetically titled segment the lyric game I'm gonna give you a line of lyrics and if you can give me the preceding lyric then you'll win a very valuable photograph and if you fail you'll be exploded so here's the, the first with one. the preceding lyric as in like the one that comes before it after okay proceeding proceeding did I say preceding yeah uh, proceeding 
Okay. Edit that out. <laughs> yeah, so we'll play the clip. It'll get to a certain point, then you tell me what comes next. Here's the first one. You feel is right from the tablecloth. What was that? Something about the table. I, I don't know. I'm really <laughs> yeah, bad with lyrics, but it sounds it. like tablecloth. What he says at the end of that. I need the whole thing. Or is it teleport? You. So what's okay? Can we get like a couple words in a row here? Lies or? from the table. I'm gonna go with you. What do you feel is lies from the tablecloth. It's not that, but it's, it's teleport. It's, I think is the last bit. Instead of the tablecloth, but I'm not 100 percent sure, so I'll Let, go with Tarn. Let's see, let's see what the computer has to say. That's the anticipation noise. Uh, it was yet you feed us lies from the tablecloth. Yes, it was tablecloth. Yeah. It was tablecloth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. You, you got just enough. Teleport though? I don't know. What do you <laughs> think that song is about? <laughs> <laughs> you feed us lies from the teleport. I don't know. It's like I'd like to know what you think it's about. That would be a very I interesting it was song. Tablecloth or teleport? I just misunderstood it. I I I would have thought that tablecloth was not the right word. You won a picture of a system of a down poster. That's for you. Oh um, wow, that's really fucking hell. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. It's um. Should I say what it is? Oh, I see the system of a down poster <laughs> there. I was like, that's not a system of a down at all, but it is. Well, uh, should I really describe it? It's um, some sort of like nuclear wolf uh, having sex with a regular human looking wolf. Uh, but he has a really big penis. Again, something about big penises. You like show. big penises, don't you? It's actually weird. You're <laughs> the ones who noticed that that was happening in the picture. I It was just a picture of a system of a down poster, but, yeah, but I, I suppose I see it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that you pointed it out. Thanks for that. Here's the answer, by the way. You depend on our protection, yet you feed us lies from the tablecloth. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, lyric two. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. My room is still messed up. And I know why. Why, man? Because I got high. Because I got high. Are you sure? La 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 la. That's your final answer. Sure. Sure. Sorry, I'm sorry, it's wrong. What? This is the answer. Because I'm high. Because I'm high. Oh, yeah, it's at the end. That was a trick question. You knew we were going to say that. How would I know? How would I know that? That was a perfectly reasonable question. You missed out on getting a naked photo of Hayley Williams on that one, I'm sorry. No. Yeah. I was probably just a man with a penis and Hayley Williams on, and on the head. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to show you. You want to see it? You, <laughs> yeah, you sound like you it. don't want to see it. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. whoa. That's really what? good. Fucking well, hell. Yeah, not bad. That's fucking not... hell. Where did you get that? I went to art well, college. It's, it's not really. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously. It's not really. That's messed her, up, like... but it really looks like her. I wonder if people can see into this studio yeah. right now because, like, <laughs> that is messed up, man. Here's the third one. Yo, listen up. Here's the story about a little guy that lives in a blue world and all it's day and all night and every good song. He sees I know. Is just blue, yeah. Like him inside and outside. Blue his I think with the blue it's a tough one. And a blue Corvette and everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around cuz he ain't got nobody to listen to blue I'm in need of a guy. Oh oh we have <laughs> to quote it, the actual yeah, lyrics. Yeah it's like cuz it, you think it's on blue dabba dee dabba die but uh-huh. then I'm blue I'm in need of a guy. I had this like uh, my friend Aaron told me this theory one day that it was like I'm blue in Aberdeen I'm a die like I'm Ah. gonna die because apparently I don't know if that's true but I think the guy like killed himself in Aberdeen or something Jesus and I don't know if that's true but he told me this and um, uh, he was like that's what he says in the song I'm blue in Aberdeen I'm a die 
Uh, I don't okay. know. That's just. So wait, he wrote that before he died in Aberdeen. I, I think maybe I'm getting it wrong, but I think that's what my friend told me. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see what the computer has to say. What What was our answer? Oh yeah. What was your answer? <laughs> go with your one. I'd say. I'm blue. I'm in need of a guy, but I doubt. I have a feeling that's wrong. I can't stop looking at this picture. Let's <laughs> put it away. I was right. You got it. Ooh. Actually, I was just looking for blue. Okay. I'm blue. Okay. Well, uh, you gave me a little bit of bonus trivia, so there you go. For that, you get a picture of Barack Obama. Just a What's picture of Barack Andre? Obama. Oh Jesus! <laughs> that looks real. It Although is. It well, doesn't... that is real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you draw all of these? Uh, Good job. Barack Obama, a drawing of him naked, with a big cock once again, with an American flag, and he's black. And it looks like <laughs> he's black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the weirdest part of yeah, it. Yeah. Fuck no. And he's. I, it looks like he's wiping his ass with the American flag. Look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who who would draw that and have such gross humor? You know, <laughs> such a weird i. This is vulgar. Ideals. It's is vulgar. This, is this why certain people uh, didn't want their their podcast to be uh, aired? Because, it's things like this because they got. <laughs> Pictures appearances show shown at the Yeah the and time. ironically I told you because of that that I'm gonna tone it down a bit. <laughs> I feel like I should walk out of this and make a whole dramatic You could scene. Uh, that would be my ultimate goal. Ultimate but goal. No, I'm gonna I'm not gonna play into your game man. Well we'll see, like you know, there's I'll, still a bit I'll of the show keep left. Keep taking the penises. Here's the the last one, probably the most difficult of them all. You know the song? No. Sounds familiar. Ever. Ever. Ever? Yes. Are you sure? Positive. We're probably going to be wrong, though. Maybe. <laughs> no, you're right. Whoa, you got oh that right. God. Yeah, wow. yeah. So you do know the that song. That deserves a high five. Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, that was, what's the name of that song? Father. By, um, by, by Curious. It's not Father. It's fake news. A fake news. <laughs> the prize. The prize is a picture of Gavin Purcell naked. And there it is. Jesus. <laughs> so this is a at picture least... of me with a small penis. <laughs> at and least mine was why. big. Yeah, where, at least you the big. Where did I get, big. like, where, why are you putting these things online? Why not? <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> Beware, kids. Don't put naked pictures of yourselves on the internet. and will come up in a podcast somewhere or another. Three wacky P facts. I'm gonna tell you. All right, I'll, I'll play. I'll play the theme tune. Oh, yeah. Three wacky P facts. So I'm about to tell you three wacky facts, but here's the catch. One of them isn't a fact at all. It's a complete lie, and I want you to guess which is the complete lie. So the theme of this week's facts: micro genres. What you know? What a micro genre is? It's like so. You know what a genre is? Like rock music. Yeah. A subgenre is like punk music. And a micro genre is C punk. It's like a okay, deviation yeah, yeah. from it's a like sub genre. Niche genre yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I get you. Uh, so which of these is not a real micro genre? One C punk, which is combining the visual aesthetic of the C with punk music. C punk. Oh. That sounds like it could be real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So second one, Shrek. No, I think that's pretty <laughs> self-explanatory. Okay. I seen there's like a Shrek fest thing. Uh, a festival yeah I feel like that's like like stupid enough to be real yeah yeah Mm. anything could be real in this day and age on the internet three Trump wave Trump wave which is vapor wave with like images of Trump's uh, rallies so it's like 80s music from the time where Trump was like a Mm. a mogul mixed with his current day rallies I think the Trump one's bullshit I would say that I think actually the C-Punk is bullshit because you tried to throw us off by like talking about the C-Punk before you started asking the question. Ah. Good point. Yeah, I th- I'm going to go with C-Punk. Are you going to like... I'll agree with him. Do we have to join our answers? Do we have um, to agree? No, I'll just pick which, which one's wrong and then make that <laughs> one the answer. <laughs> no, oh, I'm sorry, God. you're wrong. Which one? No, God, Which one was your no, answer? No! Seapunk no. was wrong. They're both wrong, no. actually. <laughs> They're both wrong. Shrekno isn't real. I made that up. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can't believe Shrekno doesn't exist. Yeah, true. It doesn't exist. 
Like I can make that, or obviously someone's gonna fucking steal the idea now. Yeah. Two minutes, like before. <laughs> yeah, I but can. what what is, what is it though? Is it just like techno, like with people dressed as Shrek? Uh, I imagine like Shrek clips, you know, like oh yeah, yeah, uh, like yeah, yeah. sound bites. Uh, but yeah, C punk is a thing. Rihanna did it, and uh, who else? Lady Gaga, and uh, what was the other one? Trump wave. Yeah, people just like pick images of Trump, make kind of vaporwave music underneath it. But anyway. <laughs> You're gonna have to face the punishment for getting it wrong. So you have two options. One, you can sing Take On Me to the instrumental track. Or two, uh, I'm gonna call someone and pretend to be you. I like to call someone. <laughs> yeah, it could be someone you know, though. Like uh, That you, sounds funny. I know a lot of things. I know a lot of people. Do you dictate who you call? Yeah. And oh, what I say. Call? All right. Uh, yeah, actually, we should, we should do I think yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Who are you gonna ring? Uh, well, you'll find out when I ring. Them. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Let's hope this fucking. Will we works. hear everything? Is this like wire? Yeah, room? yeah. <laughs> this is exciting. Wait, which one are you pretending to be? Like me or Tyrant? You. Me? Yeah. As in Gavin, like. As in Gavin. Fuck. Eight, seven, eight. <laughs> Who are you ringing? I bet it's your mom or something. Hello, um, who am I speaking to? Oh, uh, sorry, one sec. Hello? Hello. Hi, um, would I be able to speak to Brian, the bar manager? Uh, Brian is not available today. You can reach him tomorrow um, starting from 7.30. Could I leave him a message? Yeah, sure. Uh, so could you tell him that this is Gavin Purcell in the, the bar staff, one of the bar staff? Gavin, yeah. And tell him that he can shove his job up his hole, I quit. Okay. Okay. Would you like to much. speak with uh, Michael? Yeah. Okay. He's the manager on duty. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, no problem. Oh shit! Did he hang up or is that calling? <laughs> What's going on? I I don't know if he hung up or if he's like putting me through. I think he hung up. Yeah, he definitely hung up. Who was that? That was your boss. It was my boss. That was, uh, like, of the hotel that you work at. <laughs> I just got you fired. Okay. Fair enough. This you can shove it up as well. Yeah? Do you have no response to that? Or... Um, you work at that hotel, Cassidy's Hotel, right? No. What? <laughs> Seriously, I was told you work at Cassidy's Hotel as a barman. Um, No. No, oh. this <laughs> I really hope there's a guy I well actually I hope not but imagine there was a guy that works there called Gavin, Gavin. Purcell oh yeah. god yeah alright well Ooh. someone's getting fired tomorrow and it's on your head I'm afraid sorry <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's the Pocket Hole Podcast uh, thanks for coming on that's the show so we kind of end on a sour note there but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks for coming on uh, sharing your minds with us today if you want more by curiosity in your life check out their immensely popular EP I'm So Confused and keep an eye for release in 2020. Yep. You're working on something. Uh, moreover, if you want to really check out what you're best at, go to a live show and get on stage and crowd surf and go into a mosh pit. That's, that's your expertise, and I eat believe. Vegan cake. And eat vegan cake. Uh, so usually we close out the show with a song from our guest. Do you have a favorite by Curious Track? A personal favorite? Sure. I don't do drugs. I just sweat a lot. Your new track? Your yeah. newest release? Yeah. All right. Well, um... Uh, uh, before we go, it's usually around this time that people like to just, you know, like say something of their own volition, uh, just to close out the show. Like you don't have to, but you know, if you want to just say something, I, I insist. Yeah, this is your own original. Don't don't read. Just say. It. Hello, this is Gavin and our Darren from the rock and roll band. By curious. Can you give it like a bit more enthusiasm? Like you're really excited. Hi slash we have an original thought we would to share. We would to <laughs> we share. We would like to share? No, it says we would to share. What do you mean it says? You're yeah, saying no, this I'm off the top of your head, of yeah. Head. <laughs> Come on, say it. Oh no, I'm just thinking. I'm thinking. Okay, okay, good, yeah. Uh, PDF Pocket Hole, aka greatest musician in the EU, asked us not to say this, but god damn it, it will not we god damn it we will not be silenced. Okay, Tyron has something to say now. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this statement. 
Um, we are we well. are the band called By Curious, and we think the Pocket Hole podcast is really good. We really do. Yes, that's right. Now, if you'll excuse me, or us, we must return to our home planet, a world which has been invaded by neighbouring totalitarians, and also Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. There we go. Thanks for a million for coming on. The Pocket Hole. The Pocket Hole. The Pocket Hole. <laughs> the Pocket Hole podcast is out every two weeks on a Tuesday. Tune in next time for more antics, shenanigans, perhaps even a touch of tomfoolery. To all you PDF Pocket Heads out there, me love you long time. Thank you for listening and thank you for coming on. Here's thank the you. Bicurious. Thank you very much. Here's the Bicurious track. I don't do drugs, I just sweat a lot. And also, if you'd like to support the show, you can go to bandcamp.pdfpockethole.com and there's an album there.
Thank you.